Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome back to Visa's Primetime Action Live from the South Point. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Glad you could stick with us tonight on MSG Plus and otherwise. Uh, we promise we won't make Kelly read tennis names again, but he does know the names of baseball teams. So we'll update all those scores and give you the live odds on those. Man, that's a lot of confidence in me. Uh, our, <laughs> our Blue Jays not looking very good, man. No. Three, they're down 3-1 to one now in the bottom of six of the Orioles. Come on, baby Jays. How about how about live odds here though? Orioles Orioles minus one fifty, Blue Jays plus one twenty now. Uh, Just to be clear, we had this in a parlay, not not straight. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yes. Well. Uh, Nationals lead the Phillies five to three. That game in the bottom of the fifth inning now. Nationals minus five fifty live. Phillies four to one. In uh, the Mets up on the Marlins three to one. Bottom of the sixth. Vlad, Vlad has Guerrero done what he Jr. does. Solo shot, so three oh, to two now. He does what he does. Is that two home runs difference between him and Shohei? Uh, Shohei went. Shohei hit Shohei, one last night. Okay, yeah. so, th- so back to three. three. Yeah. Uh, the A's up on the Tigers six to three. That game in the top of the sixth inning. Rays up on the Red Sox seven to two. Top of the sixth. Uh, Indians up on the Royals one nothing. Top of the fourth. Indians minus one sixty live. Royals plus one thirty and six and a half the total. Rockies and Rangers all tied up at one in the bottom of the third. White Sox lead the Pirates one nothing bottom of the third. White Sox minus six fifty live. Pirates plus four fifty seven and a half the live total. And the Cubs have a two one lead over the Twins bottom of the second. 
Um, no live numbers currently up for that game. All right. We uh, we won the first set in our tennis match on Cerebus Toro, but we're down a break in set number two. And then uh, Novak Djokovic up a break in the third set against the 18-year-old Dane Rune, or Rune, and now uh, he has called for a physio, or as we like oh, to no. say, stateside. Pointing at a hamstring. Yeah. He has called the, uh, some, he needs some medical attention. Now he's talking to the ump, which is never good. And uh, we shall see. He's, 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 I think he's still a gamer. He still wants to go here. So uh, still uh, underway or still playing. He is not uh, retiring. Still going to try to just take a breather here, get some treatment, and try to resume this with, again, uh, set a piece between the world number one Novak Djokovic and the 18-year-old from Denmark, Rune. Runier. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. That's how unknown he is. Guess what? Yes. However you say it, no yeah. one else knows either. So yeah. just run, just go with one and just yeah. no everyone will be like, Gil knows what he's talking Gil about. Yeah, Gil knows what he's say it with confidence like I did, Gil. Rune. <laughs> we got some first pitches to come. Uh, Jameson Tyon on the hill for the Yankees. Jaime Berea for the Angels. Uh, of course, this was a this was a uh, Otani scratch here. Tyon minus one ninety five favorite with the Yankees. Angels are a one sixty five underdog. Uh, Blake Snell on the Padres. Zach Gallen and the Diamondbacks. Snell is. Is a minus 160 favorite, plus 140 on Gallon and the Diamondbacks as underdogs. A 9.45 Eastern Brandon Woodruff on the bump for the Brewers. Johnny Cueto for the Giants. Woodruff and the Brewers, minus 130 favorites, plus 110 on Cueto and the Giants. 10.10 Eastern, 7.10 Pacific. Lance McCullers for the Astros. Yusei Kikuchi for the Mariners, minus 160 McCullers and the Astros, plus 140 if you want Kikuchi and the Mariners. And our final game of the evening, 10-10 Eastern, 7-10 Pacific, Charlie Morton on the hill for the Braves. Walker Bueller on the hill for the Dodgers. Walker Bueller, 2-1, to one, minus 200. Favorite over Morton and the Braves, plus 170. Plus 170. Boy, this kid is struggling right now, by the way. He's struggling, but he's still he's, he's gaming. He's a gamer. Still fighting. The the old hammy is is, yeah. is no good. Yeah, hammy's not good. Or the groin, something something in the leg, mm-hmm. something in the leg. I uh, don't really know exactly. And Novak just, you know, stone faced. It's like, all right, kid. Yeah. Uh, but he's, he's, he's oh he, oh yeah, he can't. He can't really move. He can't really move. And yet it's forty love. <laughs> so he's uh, he's toughing it out. But this, you just wonder if he will uh, at some point be like, yeah, I can't go anymore. Look at him. He's just—it's really, just really tough to watch. The way he's walking. Yeah. Oh man. Because you wonder now. That's one thing to serve, right? Because you're stationary. Yeah. You want now. We'll see what happens on the return once he gets out of this game. Because that could spell. You know, that could really tell the story here. Um, Disaster. Yeah. And by the way, for tennis betters or those new new to betting tennis, if you're like, okay, what happens if that happens? Uh, different shops grade tennis bets differently. So some shops will require that an entire match be completed. Others will require that just one set be completed. And for those, the person that advances to the next round will be considered the winner if one set is completed. So it will depend on the shop's rules. It's Gil Alexander. It's Matt Brown. It is Kelly Bidlin. This is VEASAN's Primetime Action. Those are our Twitter handles. Beating the book is me. Matt Brown M2 is Mateo. And Kelly VEASAN is Kelly EY. Could you imagine if those uh, apply to uh, different people, not the ones I just mentioned? That would be weird. That would be weird. Yeah, it would be weird. Uh, let's Although talk. any of us could be beating the book. I any suppose. of us could yes, be beating you, the book. You didn't... But not all of us could be Kelly Vieson. <laughs> That's true. It's very true. Point that out. Uh, let's bring him in from uh, Pro Football Focus. He is a doctor. Not the one that, uh, you know, operates on you. But a doctor nonetheless, ladies and gentlemen. He's a VP of R&D at Pro Football Focus, our friend Eric Eager. How you doing, Eric? 
I'm doing great. This uh, two weeks before the preseason and the regular season is a um, interesting, uh, yeah. you know, uh, development here. But luckily uh, for us that like to bet football, we have a full weekend of, of college football and CFL. Do you do much college football or CFL and or? Yeah, um, PFF, uh, we, we collect data on college football, and we have since 2014. So basically any sort of gambling that we do for NFL, we'll do uh, for college football. It's I don't exactly, you know, I'm not as big of a fan of college football as I am of NFL, but uh, I certainly follow the numbers and, and make bets, and CFL is similar. Uh, I, I sort of use this past year, when they reset as an ability to sort of start a model from scratch. And it's been fun. Uh, that league is interesting. It makes you think a little bit. All right. Cam Newton this morning, Eric, uh, cut by the new England Patriots, obviously the biggest news in the NFL today. And uh, Mac Jones rookie of the year odds were taken down. They were 10 or 11 to one, 12 to one, even in some spots before being taken down, they reappeared at about five to one roughly. Uh, but that's not where I want to go with the first question. I just want to ask you, generally speaking, uh, if you believe not that he will admit this publicly, but you, do you believe that this is a Bill Belichick sort of commentary on Cam Newton? Newton's decision not to get vaccinated, at least part of this. And if so, do you think that we may run into this many, many times this NFL season with a whole bunch of teams? I absolutely believe this. I think that if Cam was vaccinated and able to practice the last week or so, they probably would have broken uh, whatever you know semi tie there was between the two guys with the veteran. I, you know, Cam, it's not like Cam's making a lot of money. It's not like Cam was playing poorly in the preseason. He actually played quite well in the preseason. Um, I know Mac Jones is impressive, um, but um, you know, to me, this is one of those situations where Mac Jones basically got into a tie with Cam Newton. Um, their actual, if you look at it, you know, Belichick's all about risk. The risk if one of these guys plays amazingly well it financially is almost completely gone with Mac Jones, right? You know, when Patrick Mahomes threw 50 touchdowns as a second year player for the Chiefs, he could not ask for a new contract. Uh, if a veteran quarterback making modest amounts of money has a great season, they can go back and ask for a, a new contract. So that was one risk that you mitigate with playing Mac Jones. The other one, after you've decided to play Mac Jones, I think cutting Cam Newton is trivial um, because. You know, the chances of you're, you're not going back to Cam Newton unless Mac Jones gets injured. And I think there's a better chance that Mac Jones stays healthy the entire season than we have some sort of situation where Cam Newton has some COVID related thing. Um, and, and so Belichick's looking at those two probabilities and he's saying, look, I this team's pretty good. You know, we have a win total of nine, nine and a half. I don't want to screw this up by having my backup quarterback cause. Uh, you know, starting players to to uh, miss time because uh, of COVID-related incidents. So I think it's very much a, a risk-taking thing. And I think if you think of, if you look around the league, you know, there are some states in this country that have higher death rates of COVID right now than they did at this time last year. We're more open, right, because we have a vaccine. But for players who aren't vaccinated, their risk of catching COVID is probably as high as it was last season when we had, you know, semi-lockdowns and more stringent, you know, sort of social gathering uh, rules and things like that. So teams that aren't 100% vaccinated, in my opinion, are just teams I can't bet on long-term. Eric, now that we've completed the preseason here, if you had to pick one team that you feel better about and one team that you feel worse about, which two teams would that be? 
I think I feel even better uh, about the New York Jets than I did entering. Um, I, I said this on my, my podcast, the PFF forecast. I think all five quarterbacks that were taken in round one looked the part in the preseason. Now, they're not all perfect, but I thought that Zach Wilson looked the best among them. Uh, I thought the Jets, I thought, you know, even though, you know, a lot of the handicap was just like, oh, you're just getting great numbers with the Jets. 25 to one. Who doesn't take a flyer on that to win the AFC East? Six, you know, six wins, overs plus money. Who doesn't take a shot with that? But then I look, I look at this and I'm like, well, well, Zach Wilson's an above average quarterback in year one. I think we all underestimated how quarterback friendly that offense that Mike LaFleur, the brother of Matt LaFleur in Green Bay, could could give rise to. And and you have Corey Davis from Tennessee. He was terrific in the preseason. You have an offensive line with two first round picks from the last two years. Um, to me, that's a team that I am I'm still buying into uh, week one as well as long term. The team that I still think has a pretty good chance to do good things, but I don't have a I don't think is actually has a good chance to be any good is Jackson. They continue to be uh, a team that sort of does silly things. And, and we just heard uh, Urban Myers now under investigation from the NFL, NFLPA for saying what we all know is true, which is that he made decisions to cut players and keep players based upon their vaccination status. It's unbelievable. Said it out loud, got the punishment for it, or is under, at least under investigation for it. If I come to you from the future, Eric, from uh, let's say the end of the regular season, and I say, wow, one of these teams that conventional wisdom had making the playoffs, like most people just thought this team was a sure thing to make the postseason, did not. That team would be who? That's a good one. I think in the AFC, in the AFC it's probably Tennessee um, because I think the Colts are well run. But I just also think Tennessee is just a very, a very fragile team. Um, defensively, offensive line, new offensive play caller. Uh, I just don't know. I, I think that they're a favorite to make the playoffs, and I just don't know necessarily if they're a team that can keep it all together all season. A coach has already spent some time in, in COVID protocols and, and Tannehill as well, although it sounds like Tannehill's begun the process of vaccination. On the NFC side, I think it's the Rams. Um, you look at the Rams' defense, and there are two really good football players surrounded by a bunch of just, you know, just guys. And, you know, Raheem Morris steps in for Brandon Staley. I think that's a downgrade that a lot of people are underestimating. Um, and, and so as you move forward here, um, that team's competing with good football teams in that division. The Niners have an easy schedule, the easiest in the NFL by our metrics. And Seattle is, you know, having one of these sort of like low key off season and in seasons where you're like, oh, the, you know, we haven't talked any crap about the Seahawks lately. And, and I think that's a good thing. Eric, we like to look at these kind of future markets for the awards. And MVP, the overwhelming favorite here is Patrick Mahomes. He is shorter by a long shot than everybody else. I mean, the very the next guy is Aaron Rodgers at 10 to 1. Josh Allen, 12 to 1. We go on from there. Uh, I think, you know, probably if we play this season out, Patrick Mahomes is very well should be a, you know, the overwhelming favorite to win the MVP. They increased, you know, the offensive line's much, much better, and he still has Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill, and, and, you know, maybe one of these other receivers steps up and actually plays the part of a, of a true number two. Outside of Mahomes, who, who would be someone that you're like, okay, given the system, given whatever it might be, other you know, the schedule, the players around him, et cetera, would you say, all right, you know, I, I can see this. I can definitely see this guy winning MVP. That's a great question. You know, long shot at somebody like Matt Ryan, you're looking at like 30 to 1, 41. 
Uh, I think I got him as as high as 60 to one when I was at the desert in May. Um, you take away Julio Jones, but we've continued to see money on the over in their win total. Seven and a half is now minus about a buck 40. Um, you know, whereas it opened at seven over to about minus 140. So you're seeing some support there. Um, but among these favorites here, I think Tom Brady's the one, right? You look at some of these um, these odds, and they're very paired with the Super Bowl probability for all these quarterbacks. Like, you know, the Chiefs are something like six to one, five to one, six to one. The Packers are, you know, twelve to one or so. Uh, the Bills are twelve, thirteen to one. Um, Wilson's higher. But like Brady's 14 to one, Bucks are anywhere from six to eight to one, depending upon where you look. And I just don't see a situation where the Bucks are the one seed in the NFC and they have an easy schedule. They can certainly accomplish that. Tom Brady plays a season anything like last season, which was kind of under the radar, especially because they got a wild card. And we're not paying attention and marveling at this this mid 40s quarterback who's playing you know, amazing football. And so that's the one where it seems a little mismatched, right? And it's 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 very similar handicapping where you look at a Super Bowl and you say, okay, find me the quarterback whose Super Bowl probability, you know, Super Bowl MVP probability is that different from the money line for his team winning, and, and that's a good bet. And I think the similar thing, you know, in a lesser scale, of course, because your probability of hitting any of these is pretty small. Um, it, Brady, I think, checks those boxes. We're getting into the blander range, as I like to call it, with Brady. And minus the gray hair and looking like you're 75 yes. years old. Uh, that would be the only difference. Uh, all right, same question as before, but just reversed. Uh, end of season, we're looking at who made the postseason, seven teams in each conference. Who's the massive surprise team that no one sees coming right now? Uh, yeah, I think the Jags are probably one, and I think it's again because wow. that that division is so bad. And the only thing we can talk about right now with the Jaguars is how dysfunctional they are as a team. And all of those things are true. I don't expect them to be a great team, but I do expect them. Like I mean, you look at their early schedule. I mean, they're going to be favorites on the road in Houston, which just tells you everything you need to know about Houston. They 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 host the Broncos, who are a team that's I think rudderless at this point. Arizona is going to be a tough game, but they get them at home, and then they come to Cincinnati. Um, like all four of those games are winnable for Jacksonville, and and, it, and it's again what you what you get when you go one and fifteen, and the new seventeen game schedule gives you three on position plays, you know, last place, uh, three twice in the AFC, once in the NFC. So I, that's one. I don't think they're going to be great long term. I don't I, I don't like them as a team, but I just think like the way that the map is mapped out, uh, it, it's one that I can see. The other one is second place for me is the New York Giants for almost the exact same reason. I think people are sleeping on the Giants. I think they're right to do so, but that division's bad. Eric, we have some of these other season-long props where you can just bet which player is going to lead the league in rushing. Most rushing yards, of course, the favorite is Derrick Henry. But when we look in the way that the NFL has evolved and the way these teams have evolved, I mean, this really is kind of only a handful of players that can really win this, right? Because, I mean, we've kind of gotten past this whole bell cow back thing as it is anyway. We've kind of gotten past this whole deal of of only, you, you know, a, a guy that literally is just in there just to run the ball. Teams want to be pass first as it is anyway. I mean, there's Derrick Henry, there's Dalvin Cook, maybe Nick Chubb, but then Kareem Hunt comes into the into play there. You also have, you know, the return of Odell Beckham. Maybe they throw the ball more. I mean, who who could 
could really lead the league in rushing yards outside of like Derrick Henry and Dalvin Cook. It's very much got to be a surprise, right? If it's not one of those guys, um, you know, I think about the San Francisco backfield. Usually Shanahan's been had, has had his hand forced. If you could foresee an injury to Raheem Mostert, I think somebody like Trey Sermon could have a chance. You look at the Washington football team backfield, Antonio Gibson now has Peyton Barber gone. He was cut today. It does look like J.D. McKissick is going to be more limited than he was a season ago when he had something like 80 targets or whatever. That That's another one, especially if you're unlike me and more bullish on Washington, you think they're going to win some games, then, then obviously him. Saquon Barkley is another one where in a very, like, I, I sort of think of these teams, like I think of the 2017 Jags, where, you know, quarterbacks on his third or fourth year, he hasn't been very good, but he, they run into an easy schedule, and there's a running back, in, in the case of the Jags, it was Fournette, in the case of the, the Giants, it's getting Barkley back after two sort of lost seasons, you know, Barkley could be that person where like, oh my gosh, he made such a difference for New York, when in reality, they just had a, a, a relatively easy slate, and they got ahead in games. Their defense was great, and he was there to sort of close the games out. That that's that's conducive to I think a lot of rushing yards. So that's another player that I think has a chance. Um, and of course, that's going to lead the Giants to paying him a lot of money and being stuck <laughs> in mediocrity for a while. But uh, but he certainly has the goods uh, to win the, to win the rushing title. Uh, two minutes, Eric. I want to. <clears throat> we all have our idea of who we don't like as coaches, and I don't want to beat that drum. Give me a coach, and because so much of what we talk about from week to week is poor in-game decisions, poor game planning, that kind of thing. Give me an idea of a coach beyond the Belichick division of great coaches, right? Or whoever you think is second to Belichick. But someone that is not on the tip of people's tongues, who you think is probably one of the more underrated head coaches in the National Football League. Yeah, so throw out the guys that should be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, The guys like Reed. Belichick and John Harbaugh. I think if you throw those guys out, then the next tier is probably the Sean McDermott's, the the uh, Matt Lafleur's of the world, um, the Sean Payton's. Sean Payton probably belongs in the Hall of Fame too. Um, if Sean Payton uh, wins the division or something this year with Jameis Winston, I feel like we all, he deserves uh, his bust created while he's still uh, playing. Um, so, but yeah, I think Sean McDermott's won. Now this off season when he's been unable to get his team to sort of get in gear vaccination wise has hurt my priors a little bit, but that same thing is true about Frank Reich. Who's also a great coach in my mind. So I'm going to go with Matt Lafleur. I think Lafleur um, people, People, I think, underrate him because he has had some high-profile blunders. But for the most part, he goes for the right fourth downs. He got the best season out of Aaron Rodgers in seven years last year. Um, that offense is really humming. And I think the culture in Green Bay, is it needed a rejuvenation, and he provided it. Eric Eager, everybody, from Pro Football Focus, at PFF underscore Eric. We look forward to talking to you many times this season, if you will grace us with your presence, sir. Of course, guys. Thanks for having me on. I love what you guys do. Eric Eager. Very kind of you, sir. Thank you. We love what you do. A doctor, Kelly Bidlin. didn't ask him if he had or had not operated on anyone before. Yeah, I just assumed. Yeah. I shouldn't assume. We, should, we, should clarify. we will next time he's on clarify yeah. whether he has not played Operation, the game. Like, we're talking about actually operated on a human being before. Yeah. It, it is funny how many times we've said on the show, like, well, I'm not a doctor. And, well, he is. He, he is. is. He is a an actual yes. doctor. 
but not the that, other kind. But not that yes. kind of doctor. We'll come back. We'll update all the baseball scores. The Blue Jays once again trailing the Orioles by two again, Kelly. Four to two. We'll update all the scores next. Beeson's primetime action. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo.
It is Visa's primetime action once again from the South Point Hotel Casino. The majestic, lovely, uh, glitzy almost, South Point Hotel Casino. Did you ever refer to it as glitzy before? Glamour, sure. glitzy and glamorous. <laughs> yes. It's, it's spectacular. Uh, it's Kill Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Kelly, let's update the baseball scores. Uh, the Jays are not cooperating. No, they're not. Airs. Orioles up 4-2 to two now, bottom of the 7th. Uh, Blue Jays are plus 225 live if you want to hop in. Mm. Eight and a half the live total in that game. Uh, shaded to the over. The Phillies are up on the Nationals. Nine to five, top of the sixth Jeez. inning. Nationals plus 650 live if you want to hop in. A's up on the Tigers. Six to three. That game into the top of the seventh now. Uh, Rays up on the Red Sox. Eight to two, top of the seventh. I got that leg of the parlay home, but the uh, the Blue Jays not looking good. Uh, Indians up on the Royals, one to nothing, top of the fifth. Indians minus 170 live. Royals plus 140 and five and a half the live total. Rangers leading the Rockies, two to one, bottom of the fourth. Rangers minus 220. Rockies plus 180, seven and a half live total. God bless you if you're watching that game. White Sox up on the Pirates, two to nothing, top of the fifth. White Sox minus 700 live. Pirates plus 475 and six and a half the total. Cubs two, Twins one, top of the fourth. Cubs minus 125, Twins minus 105, and eight and a half the total. How many how many people do you think are betting on that game? Cubs. I, I mean, that's you know we always say it. That's the great thing about gambling. It's yeah. uh, it would actually give you a reason to watch this. This is what sports leagues should recognize that in the these days of the summer with MLB, those are the only people watching watching your game. So uh, embrace it. Embrace it. Uh, base hit Blue Jays, Kelly. One swing of the bat. That's all they need. Get back in this. Uh, by the way, we, we have been mentioning this uh, match between the world number one, Novak Djokovic, and uh, an 18-year-old Danish kid who has great data, uh, not much on the main tour, though, but he thought might, might you know make a little noise in this match, and he did. He won a set off Novak Djokovic, but the last two sets... And Novak's running away with this now. It looks like he's got wooden legs. <laughs> he's got yeah. Like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> he, he, he is. He's not. He's not happy mm-hmm. with his uh, his physical state. But give the kid. And by the way, I'm just gonna. I'm I'm, I'm stalling because I want to say his entire name again just to give him some respect. But he he he's he's determined to finish the match. It appears. Yes. Despite all the physical ailments, which is a lot more than you can say about a lot of guys on tour, or on the ladies' tour, where they just sort of you know. Knockout. And look, I'm not disparaging. If they have an injury, they have an injury. But he is determined. Holger Vitus Nadskavrun. That's the guy. That's the guy. Mm-hmm. Four he, names. Gallo. That's why I was trying to get all four in. The quad name. He is, he is determined to finish this match. So give him that much. And he can always say, I took a set off Novak Djokovic. Yeah, yeah. that's actually pretty cool. Very that's cool. That's a pretty cool thing to say. Absolutely cool. Um, not that we have any betting action on this, but it's just, uh, you know. Whenever you get to see the, with the oh, world number one. Is that, that going to be a double? No. Got to hold the runner. Had to hold the runner, Gil. This might be a big at-bat coming up. First and second? First and second. Two out. Two out. Bottom of the seventh. Toronto down two to the Baltimore Orioles. Um, part of our brain-dead parlays. Gil, so, I know you were traveling over the weekend. I and was. so um one thing I do want to, because we make a, a big deal of this, so credit where credit is due. If we're going to sit here and talk trash whenever they don't do something, whenever they do do something, I want to, I want to bring it up. But the money was finally mentioned a ample amount of times during the golf broadcast this this weekend. Like, because the difference in making it into the top 30 and not making it into the top 30, like, you you can, you make it in top 30, you finish dead last, $400,000. $400,000. And so they were saying, you know, 
few different times, like, this could be worth four hundred grand. You know, this could be worth four hundred thousand dollars. This could be worth four hundred thousand dollars to him. And, and there were several different. Kh Lee, for example, like was in and then gets to eighteen and hits his second shot. Like somehow, yeah. I mean, hit hit his hit the tee shot dead center down yeah. the, down the fairway and shanks his iron way off. And they're like. That could be a four hundred thousand dollar miss right then, there. Well, then he had to chip it. He had a, a chance to chip in, yeah. and he had to go for it to yeah. make it. I, it. What's funny is I like that we had different reactions to that because, like, it was good. You're right, Matt. But then I'm like, you can do this every tournament. Like this, is, like you guys are doing a great job with this. Yeah. Do it every tournament with like top twenty bets and money well, where people are landing at. They should, but that's where I, that's where I think they do it specifically for the FedEx. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. yes. It's obviously the PGA Tour playoffs what? that people have had you know differing opinions over since they started it. Of especially this format, I think they did a great job with that. I was also texting Matt. I think that the once you get into the playoffs, the points are with worth way too much. The fact that like Cage Lee even had a chance to get in there was like, all right, like he, he was not he was not anywhere near the top thirty three weeks ago, but now he can. Look at the money distribution on that. If you finish in eighth, you make one point one million. Yeah. Good yeah. lord. It's a it's a big deal to make that top thirty. You should probably Raise your children as golfers. I should probably be better at golf. I should have been better at golf. <laughs> that ship, my friend, might have sailed. Might have sailed. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, among other things, we'll look, take a look at the U.S. Open tomorrow. I haven't crunched the numbers yet, so I'm not sure if I have a bed. But we'll look at the matchups. Coming up, Prime Primetime Action. Now that preseason is over, it is the perfect time for you to huddle up with the VEASAN Pro Football Betting Guide. It's for reals in nine days. The guide is only $19.99 and available now. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Sign up for VEASAN All Access to get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Novak gets it done. So the world number one advances. Um... Past the 18-year-old Rune, is his last name. Who, we should add, put up a valiant effort. Yes, he did. But the last two sets was was handicapped by what we will assume is either a hamstring or groin or some sort of something injury. Because he was, he was moving very, very gingerly out there. He would not have won this match. I think you and I will both agree. However, I would have liked to have seen a full strength. Just, you know, see what would have happened. For sure. For see sure. He, well, and yes, yes. He definitely looked hurt. But but I'm just as I'm thinking about it now, I feel like you pull off a pull off a set against Novak, and then you're like, "There's no way I'm actually beating this guy, though." Like, like give myself an excuse afterward. Betters are the funniest people though in the world, though, because right, I'm getting texts from people who actually. And by the way, I don't know who are the. Who, I can't believe they bet on this match, but they're like, "Just finish it, just get out, so I can get paid on this." On Novak, they just bet. Well, I, I don't know what they bet to win what on Novak, but you would have had to have laid ridiculous amount of money. But they're essentially like they're like, "Please don't retire, so we could actually you know wow. get a graded wager on it." Betters are fun. They're fun people. We're in a uh, second set tiebreak, young Kelly, Uh-oh. on our Sarah Cerebus Tormo match. We are up a mini, bro- up a set, up a mini break. Okay. okay. What could go wrong? Yeah, it doesn't matter at all for me unless the Blue Jays uh, turn this thing around. <laughs> One at a time. Flat had two guys on and two outs and just flying out. I thought he was supposed to be this great hitter. I mean, come on. 
Yeah. Shohei MVP, cash it already. Come on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll take a look at the matches tomorrow in a bit. Um, although, I guess we could take a look at some right now. Do you want to, Kelly? Why not? Why not? Well, these, these are from today. These are from today. These are the odds that we were looking at during the break of what, what uh, Novak went off as. Oh, okay. Minus 20,000. Yeah, I don't know what these guys were betting. Yeah, we could switch it up and look at tomorrow's here. Well, yeah, we could switch up. By the way, these are some of the uh, yeah, those are some of the lines. That Bianca Andrescu match is still yet to be played tonight. I don't think that has started. I could be mistaken, but uh, Bianca Andrescu, who won the U.S. Open in 2019, is a minus 210 favorite over Victoria Galo- uh, Golubic, and I would not make a wager on that because I just don't. Yeah. Bianca at her finest form could be the best hardcore player on the lady side. But we haven't seen that form since basically 2019 because she's had too many injuries. I love Bianca Andreescu, but I just, I don't know. I don't I heard, trust her. Numbers. I heard on the broadcast today when I was watching that, that party, and, and I knew it had been a while, but I guess I just hadn't paid that close of attention how, how long it's been. I mean, you, you, you bet the women's side much more than I do. There has not been a two, a, a two Grand Slam win season out of a single player since 2017 on the women's side. Is that yeah? Because I guess Naomi won U.S. and then Australia back to back, which are different calendar yeah. years. Kerber was the last one to do it. She didn't, Naomi didn't win uh, two in one season, huh? That's, that's what yeah. I said on the broadcast anyway. That oh. it was that it was it had been since Kerber I in twenty seventeen. I mean, the, the most amazing stat is Novak Djokovic is the only player left on the men's side that has won a major. That's wild. Whereas there's double-digit women who are in this tournament who have won a major. Anyway, here's tomorrow's women's things. We'll look at the ladies' side uh, first here before the break. Uh, these are some matches. I have not crunched the numbers. I don't have any picks yet, so apologies on that. But uh, just off the top of the dome, many of these are going to be unbettable. These are big, prohibitive favorites tomorrow, really across the board. And I, just at a glance, don't really see anything in terms of the dogs like I'm looking uh, Danielle Collins who by the way her nickname is Danielle freaking Collins I want everybody to know mm-hmm. that um, that's a tough little opponent she's got going but Collins has been running so good this season that you just you, you don't expect that I'd have to crunch the numbers on some of these but expect Kerber to get by uh, certainly you would expect Osaka to get by the Coco Golf Sloan Stevens one could, that one's the only one could be interesting. interesting yeah Sloan Stevens a past winner of this tournament who has looked good uh, a lot better about a year ago she was left for for dead on tour she was just playing miserably and now she's back to pretty good form but Coco Golf is as mentally steely as they get again I was on uh, I was on her opponent, Magdalenette, yesterday, plus 250. I was up a set and a break, and then Coco just turned it on. Turned it on. Oh, I meant to bring this on. I bring this up earlier as well. Kelly, do you remember when we said the reason you do not bet Nick Kyrgios is because he might go full <laughs> Nick Kyrgios? Oh, yeah. He went full Nick Kyrgios in that match last night. Did he? Yeah. I missed he did. Like, yeah. like, I was fortunate enough to – catch some of that and just started betting live against because you could just see it coming from the get-go and then he went berserk screaming at the umpire the whole, for no re- I mean like got to a point where he was just doing it for no reason screaming at the umpire about every single thing that was going on just like his towel like the umpire said can you please move your towel back where everyone else puts their towel and that just like he lost his mind about that like it just went complete <laughs> he, he, even took, he even took a shot at Tsitsipas in the middle yeah. of it really <laughs> yeah he's yeah. like oh going to the bathroom for 15 minutes is normal tennis or whatever 
whatever he said yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just went full, full, full. Like between games was going and just cursing at the um, like anytime the umpire even made eye eye contact with him at all, it would just be he would had some comment to say to him. Like it was it was full, <laughs> full curious. Lost and that's it. why you never bet on if you were holding that ticket, you would have known within six games of watching that, you're like, this is a this is done. Lost in straight sets, lost the last set, six love. That's, I just pulled up the scores. Yeah. I'm like, six love, yep, that's Nick Curios melting down. Got yeah. bageled. But yeah. did, did he do any of the serving between the legs or anything? No, he just started hitting the ball as hard as he possibly could. <laughs> and it was either like a winner or a ball. Or, or get two, me out of here. it was like missing by just <laughs> great wildly. Is, is there an equivalent for Nick Kyrgios in any other I sport? I don't think so. Not that I know. I, not that I know. Someone who has maybe more talent. I, 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 I say this out loud. Maybe more talent than even like the big three were blessed with. But just... Cannot get out of his own way. I guess the part that's like the, the oddest part of the Nick Curios thing to me is like we talk about this a lot with the golfers, and we were talking about the broadcast and everything. And they'd be nice to see these guys showing how much money they make to finish 19th or whatever. Like the fact that Curios is like the first round, and it's like. I mean, I don't know what they make once they get round of 16 or whatever, but that seems to not matter to him at all, right? It's like he just when he blows up in his mind, it's like, nope, get me out of here. I'm done. Let's well, get over this. Me and my friends were having this conversation earlier today because some of, some of them were watching it as well, and they were just like, in no other sport do you see players just throw complete temper tantrums and just give up, and like you know that it's completely obvious. Like, why don't you ever see that in golf? And I'm like, because you still have to go put the ball in the hole. <laughs> so like, you can't just like hit it and just like spray it all over. Like, you can just hit it in the net every single time and just lose in tennis. Like, you can just blow it and like you get out of there faster. It would make you stay longer in golf. Like, you would you'd be like chasing the ball all over the place. Like, everything's a nine. Like, no, that's not. You can't do that. Like in, in any of these other sports. We'll look. We'll look at. Could you imagine that? In some other <laughs> we'll look at the lines for the men's side and uh, wrap things up here on Visa's Primetime Action next. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, bro. <laughs> As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. 
Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real, live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun! Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kids-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Now's the perfect time to start planning your football contest strategy. I've said it before. I'll say it again with the VEASAN Pro Football Betting Guide. Look, if you just go out and buy this, I'll stop bothering you about it. It's the perfect way to start your season. Major football contests have been won by many who have contributed to this betting guide. Our guide will give insight on against the spread contests as well as survivor pools to give you a winning edge. Download the VEASAN NFL Guide today. It's only $19.99. Or get VEASAN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Why are you looking at me? they got to hurry before they sell out. That's that's they gotta, true. They got to hurry. They're gonna sell out of these things. Hurry before they're all they're, sold they're out. They're gone. 1999 before they're all gone. We got to add that to the copy, Kelly, before they sell out. <laughs> before they sell out. That's right. The printing press downstairs working hard. Can Young Gill get a winner video? Sarah Cerebus Tormo gets home as a one uh, as a plus one twenty six dog. Oh, this is new. Oh, that's a new one. What's this? That's our sea lion just riding the boat. Oh, I, don't know. I thought it was prime time winner. Adorable faces, those sea lions. Horrible smells. Just want to point that out. In case you ever... Gil Alexander, sea lion expert. In case you roll up on one that's been beached, which I have in San Francisco. Uh, oh so Teoscar Hernandez just hit a one-out rocket. Oh, my oh, goodness man. gracious. Oh, no. He just hit a one-out rocket that somehow was played beautifully off the fence, and he, and he was kept to one base. And now a, a shot from Guriel Jr. that looked like it was going to get through the infield, but didn't quite a beautiful flip to get the out at second. So now two out with just one with uh with just a runner on first. Again, one swing of the bat though, Kelly. It's all you need to tie this thing up bottom of the eighth. The Orioles up on the Blue Jays four to two. And that is significant to Kelly and to me because we have 
stupid little parlays we played in addition to. Uh, yeah, I just parlayed everything. So you got a winner <laughs> video for tennis. I'm still waiting on it because. It, oh, you only played the tennis <laughs> yeah, in your parlay. parlay. I did like a five to one parlay. Well, and uh, and go, you, you've been saying this, and I just re- will drive this home again, especially since people are going to be coming in and out or whatever. But so they're starting to put these. They're starting to put tournament matchups up for the FedEx as well. Mm-hmm. Be sure you understand, because the ones that are up at DraftKings right now are including the strokes. They are including the starting strokes right now. So you're going to look and say, what? I can get this at this and this guy versus this guy at this price? It's like, well, no, no, no. It is with the starting strokes. Worse still, no matter how many times we say this, yeah. come Sunday night, how many people are going to be like, wait a minute, I thought I won that yeah. bet. What do you mean I lost? So when you Matt, I am the- so glad you cleared that up for the audience and just for the audience and not for myself, too, who did not misread that earlier. Yes, because people are going to look and say, like, what do you mean John Rahm is minus 110 against Patrick Cantlay? I'm going to bet John Rahm till the cows come. I was like, it is with the starting it's strokes. So Cantlay strokes. is starting four strokes ahead of him. He has a four-stroke lead going into this. So it is not even on both sides, John Rahm versus Cantlay. So just – Keep in mind as you're going through and, and looking at all this. I can't wait till Patrick Reed rolls out in a hospital gown and wins this thing uh, this weekend. Or it's like a week <laughs> out of the hospital from double pneumonia. Doesn't play, still gets into the bottom, to the top 30. Oh, he's, yeah, doesn't play, just yeah. squeaks into the top yeah. 30. And it's like, there's 15 mil on the line. Of course I'm playing. Like, I, oh. we would all be the same way. All you have to do is tee, the, tee off to win the 400 to yeah. get 400K. Right. Yeah. Like, I will hit, I would just go out there, tee it off one ya. time, withdraw. Give me the 400,000. <laughs> I got to go back to the hospital. Yeah. I got my tee shot. I got to go. <laughs> He Friend. shows up in Crocs, like on the thing and whatever. And all. It's like I don't know if he's gonna play like like the whole round. Oh, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Patrick, one stroke. Does, does Patrick Reed have a putter Crocs on? <laughs> like he does. He's gonna take one swing and that's it. Uh, that of friend day. of show Randall Gritchuk at the plate here. Kelly, four to two O's, one man on, two out, bottom of the eighth, the three two pitch. Gritchuk long. Oh, come on. Oh, it come looked on. good. It looked I, real good I, off the I bat. I thought he smacked that out. <laughs> Man. Friend of show, not friend of bet. thought that was going to be a run there. I thought I was going to get in the gap. I did, too. thought he was going to go shopping at the gap. did not happen. Uh, all right, we'll take a look at the uh, men's matches. Again, one more match tonight on the ladies' side. Bianca Andreescu, uh, north of a $2 favorite against Victoria uh, Golubich. I believe he pronounced it that way. Um, Bianca, very uh, sort of... In terms of her performance, wide variance could be awesome. You just don't know, though, what kind of version of her you're getting. Although she looks a lot more svelte than she normally has, so she's in good shape. Just hope the injuries are behind her because what a talent she is. Men's minus 215. Minus 215. Thank you. Here's on the men's side tomorrow. Uh, these are much more interesting than the women's matches we put up earlier. Uh, Kevin Anderson, the South African, who once got to a U.S. Open final, uh, he's going up against Leaflet, Diego Schwartzman, the diminutive, diminutive one. Pardon me. Schwartzman, justified as a minus 240 favorite, um, gets to everything. Andre Rublev, ooh, that could be. No, that's probably a justified favorite. Uh, here's one. Roberto Bautista Agut. Robbie Batts, as Brad Gilbert calls him, against Emil Roussevori. Emil Roussevori is a Finnish player who is really, really good. I'll have to crunch the numbers, but who knows? That could be in play. 
Grigor Dimitrov against Alexei Poprin. Dimitrov, who has gotten deep into this tournament once before, minus 220. I look at I look for any opportunity to bet against Dimitrov as I possibly can. Why? He's he's soft, man. He's soft. I he, like to do you, remember, do you remember the Australian Open where he just like he he was playing, I think it was Aslan Karatsev, and he just he did yeah. like a curious yes. thing yeah. where he just wanted to get yeah. out of a set. He's like, okay, he was playing like it's basically like he was swinging yeah. a ping pong paddle. Yeah. Like it's just like he was playing like that. Like I, I look any chance, I don't know. I'm gonna look into that one a little bit later tonight yeah, as well. Because I, 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 I like to bet against Dimitrov. I'm sorry I don't have any bets here yet because I haven't I haven't looked at the numbers for tomorrow. It, it's that's we Drew Dinsick and I were talking about it's Drew Dinsick from the Bet the Edge podcast this morning. When you are a a, a big tennis better, the US opens first two days or any slams first two days. It is a full-time job, like, betting and handicapping the next days. Like, only having 32 matches yeah. tomorrow is almost like a, a respite from this. Um, but we'll have to uh, crunch them later tonight. But uh, it should be fun, and it only gets uh, more interesting. All of our futures still alive through the first round. We shall see how it moves forward. Um, so how much – so the ROM bet, let's conclude with this. Yeah. Because the John ROM 6-1 to one, – you have indicated will be a pretty significant bet yeah. for you. I, well, it'd be a good win. I, I'm, I'm going to put. Uh, listen, it was, it was like we we said. I mean, this this guy has played. I read off the results. I mean, if you if you're just joining us since May, we're going back to May. The PGA Championship, T8 at the Memorial. Basically, I mean, you could chalk that up as a win. He was he was six strokes up heading into the final round, and he had to withdraw because of the COVID thing. So let's count that as a win. So T8, a win. U.S. Open. Win. Open Championship, T3. Northern Trust, outright third. And then T9 this past week at BMW. He's not finished outside of the top 10 since May. He has only lost to a handful of players since May. And now he's in a field of only 29 other golfers, one of which, as we mentioned, is coming out of the hospital for double pneumonia. <laughs> so, so, so here's what I'm getting at. I love this guy. What I'm getting at is compared to some of your biggest bets during this entire calendar year in golf, where does this rank? Pretty high up? Oh, as far as, like, the amount of money I'll put on him for outrights. Cause I don't, I mean, I don't go bananas betting outrights because right. that's how you go broke. Like, you know, so I have a pretty strict budget going into each tournament depending on how confident I feel about the various tournaments and I stick to it and whatever. But with this one, with this pricing, as soon as I saw it released, I mean, I was just like, I'm going to, maybe put all of my eggs in yeah. one basket. I, mean, I don't could, I I might have one other longer shot, you know, for again, in a field of only 30 golfers, we've seen Sam Burns go super low, right? And I'm getting him at 30 to 1 in a field of 30 golf. Like maybe I have a ticket on him, maybe whatever, but I might have all the eggs in the wrong basket. Yeah, I mean, it completely changes, right? When we're looking at full field events of 136 golfers or whatever, yeah. and it's, and I mean, it's, and he still beats all of them anyway. He still beats 125 right, yeah. other guys, and now it's now it's, it's 30 guys. But you know, we get, yeah, we have to handicap it completely differently. You better stay in the park. Okay, there you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, no, it's only th- yeah. 29 guys. I'm like not even counting Patrick Reed, really. 29 guys. Um, I mean, the odds shift. I, I that jumped out to me. Immediately, I don't really, I don't think I'm going to get too cute with this tournament, especially with my run of second places going. I feel like, like I'm going to jinx Matt. I'm going to, I'll bet Rom. I'm probably going to bet Rom. I'm going to do, I'm going to dig in tonight, but probably be on Rom. I think those numbers are silly. I mean, immediately yesterday we talked about it. I'm like, 
wait, what? His number's longer than what it was last week yeah. with more than double the players? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. So I will probably be on him, and it might just be heavy bets on him. I think that Rom, Rom plus 600, I think even money top five is, is I love that one. I, I think that's an incredible we, just, we won't have the, unfortunately, we won't probably won't have the luxury of being able to bet that here. In town, unless anyone in town is listening and want to put up, you know, the the markets that everyone else puts up across the country, that'd be that'd be that'd be be fantastic. That'd be fun. I asked that question because I was trying to get an answer from Matt. Like, oh, it is going to be my largest bet of the year. In that, it'll be my largest outright bet. Yeah, I mean, there you go. Probably will, and that's what. There you go. Sorry, we didn't answer that clearly. Yes, yes, it will probably. I would guess it would be his largest, Mm. and it will probably be my largest too, just because you're playing six to one, right? You're playing Mm. six to one instead of eighteen. That's what I was looking for. That's what I was looking for. There it is. Largest outright bet of the year for all the reasons stated. 30 golfers, 29, 28. You're playing against 28, really. Patrick Reed, let's throw him out. Yeah. Um, It's John Rahm, everybody. Trying to win $15 million. Right. I mean, mean, there is, you, you don't have to like assume incentive here. Do you want me to go back to March? So the March T9 at the players. WGC, T5, Masters, T5, Zurich, 7th, you know, hit a 34th at the Byron Nelson. (laughs) I guess the one thing I will say, though, Matt, like like you played it both ways, right? I will play it both ways because theoretically, Gil, you could get into a situation since he's ahead of a lot of the field already Mm. where he, if, if he ends up pulling into first place that final round, needs to play safer golf or something like that to secure the championship, maybe then like we get in a situation where you're like, oh man, without the strokes, he's not going to win it, but you could still win it with mm. the strokes. So I'll probably split it kind of half and half is what I'll do. I, I just, I, w- I feel like I would lose my mind if that situation situation occurred. Repeat that real quick again. I have the four to one and the six to one. You're so start- I have the with the strokes and without the strokes. So with the strokes, Rom's so far ahead of most, most of the field. If he gets in a situation oh, where he's in the I lead see. on oh. Sunday, he yeah. might play, play some could safer you, golf. Could you imagine? That would oh. suck. But that's where I, I would say you should probably play both yeah. if you're going to do it. What percentage of the audience do you think followed that conversation right there? Between the two markets and that whole thing. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. We'll talk about it again tomorrow. We'll yeah. talk Tune about it tomorrow. Tune in tomorrow. We drill we'll this whole thing. I'll tell you what, uh, what Jason Weingarten was going to say as well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nightcap next. Tim Murray, Sean King, Circa, Visa, and the Sports Betting Network. Enjoy. Good luck with all your bets. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Tired of restless nights? 
At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.